Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So it's been 10 minutes and 30 seconds now, and I've been making little headway into figuring out this intro for this amazing episode <laughs> with the amazing Aaron of the Making Headway podcast. How's that? I'm glad you made headway. Boom! There it is. Intro done. Let's go. This is the stupidest thing ever. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Narrow, Narrow Nerds. Nerds. Yes, that was a drive. I feel pretty good. On, well, I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. In today's episode, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm interviewing. I'm interviewing the hosts of the Making Headway podcast, and that's a podcast for brain injury survivors, hosted by a brain injury, brain survivor. injury survivor. Did I get that right? You did. You did. So you you should come on and do our intro. <laughs> I need more voices. It's getting kind of boring with just mine. <laughs> so who is that strange voice you're hearing right now? That's not Lauren El Manzano. No, it's not. It's my friend Aaron of the Making Headway Podcast. What's going on, Aaron? How are you? Good. I just got a note that I'm being very loud, so we're gonna have to Oh, you, you can be quiet. This is just my baseline. <laughs> so we're going to be talking today about podcasting. We're going to be talking about brain injuries. We're going to be talking about support, connection, why dogs' noses are cold, right? Mm-hmm. I, I have no um, idea. It's one of those mysteries know. of life. So Yeah, and sometimes, you know, what really weirds me out is when their nose is actually warm. Mm. I'm like, whoa, because I'm we like, were always wait. taught like that means something's totally wrong. But right. totally is my dog fine. sick? Do I need to take my dog to the vet? So, no. so what's going fine. on, Aaron? How the heck hey. are you? Uh, you want the real answer? <laughs> <laughs> you can be as real or as fake as you want to be. You want to well, be transparent? Awesome. You want to be okay. a fraud? Let's do it. Transparency is all you've got with me because I have no filters anymore. Awesome. Because um, I don't know if you heard, but I have a brain injury. Yes. <laughs> Right out of town. You know, we should talk about that. You know what else? 
You have like a good podcasting voice. I think you should start Uh, podcasts and talk about your brain injury recovery to help the community as well as yourself. That's amazing. Have you ever thought of doing the same thing? You kind of have that MC sound to you. I, I kind of do, don't I? <laughs> you do. <laughs> so, so Aaron, how are you part of this amazing community? Well, um, so for anyone that doesn't know my story, uh, May 11th, 2020 is a day I will never forget. You probably all have forgotten it. But for me, I had a spontaneous perimesencephalic subarachnoid hemorrhage. That which- is a lot. Lots of big words. Yeah. Basically, it means my brain blew up and started bleeding, and they don't know why. And see, that's okay. This happens to a lot of us where they're like, well, why did it happen? I I, I don't know. Yeah. Does it drive you crazy? Insane. Yeah. Apparently, that means I have health anxiety because I don't know why it happened. And I've thought about that before. So I'm now health anxious. I think think anyone (laughs) who this has happened to, and they don't have a specific reason on why it happened, no matter what the trauma is, right? Right. Like right. I think they would uh, health anxiety. I think that's just life, right? right. It's just, like, just feelings. That's it. And I'm like, is that really something that's problematic? Because let's think about this. If I keep touching a hot stove and not retracting, isn't that an issue? That's Shouldn't I have anxiety to move <laughs> away from something unsafe? So I, when I get a crazy headache working out, which that's the where my story goes, um, I was kickboxing not that badass. I didn't get kicked in the head. I was literally doing a video class and punching the air. I had like this searing change your life type pain, like nothing I'd ever had before. Started projectile vomiting and the whole nine. So um, it's not, it's, it's not something to take lightly. It's definitely the worst pain of your life. But you know, now I get that same type of headache, not as bad, you know, it's maybe a five, not a 10, but I get that when I work out. So wouldn't, wouldn't you be like, hmm, I wonder why I'm getting a headache when I work out. But that makes me health anxious. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, th- I think that's silly. I'm, that's just me. I'm not a therapist. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. I just think anybody that's had any kind of traumatic injury, especially with your brain, yeah. any the slightest headache, you immediately go into panic mode. I think yeah. after a stroke, your first thought is, is it happening again? Right. Right. And that, right. yeah, that's, that's some paranoia. I, I don't think it necessarily goes away. I think we deal with it a lot better. As yeah. you know, the, the, the time goes, it's still very new for you. Like 2020, yeah. that just happened like right then. That was a very no. strange year. I think it started with your brain injury. Also, I don't know if it's a little known fact, but you're also a nurse. I am a nurse. And it was like, I don't know if you guys remember May, 2020 was right at the beginning of COVID. And I can't believe we're having to say this, but if you can remember back like March 2020 is when the whole world shut down and no one knew what they were doing. And we're all literally I was going to work every day thinking I was going to not die, but thinking I was risking something because we didn't know what we were doing. Nobody. Of course. No, no, nobody. Yeah. We all had like hazmat suits on. It was awful. And then there weren't enough hazmat suits to go around. So you had to pick and choose who got to wear one and who didn't. And I was one of the people that didn't get one because I was, I'm a nurse leader. So, you know, highly stressful time, which I think stress plays into a lot of brain injury. For Um, sure. You know, it makes you more, more prone to having high blood pressure or to having being accident prone or something like that. So it makes you more prone to having a brain injury, high stress. So I actually got pulled from my nurse leader job to work on the floor, which is also interesting when you haven't worked on the floor for almost two years to go back to it and be like, oh, what are we doing? It's not like riding uh, a bicycle. You weren't like right back in the groove. It's so if you get your bicycle from the dump and it's super <laughs> rusty, <laughs> that's 
that's kind of like the bike you're riding for the first day. I mean, it does come back pretty quick. You, right. you, you know, you get your feet under you. But so I had just been, I'd been redeployed to the floor and did that for about a month and then got to go back to my regular job. So I'd only been at my regular job for maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. And my regular job, like in healthcare, everything changed. Everything's yeah. different overnight. For someone like me, I'm I'm an overachiever. I'm type A. I do very well at life because I put myself there. I'm not one that can just sit back and relax and have all the good things come to me. I, I have worked hard for every single dollar I have. I think it's that that makes me successful, but it's that that makes me fall apart too. Mm. So when I got back into my job, I realized like, holy shit, like this isn't okay. Everything, qual- I deal with quality metrics and how patient you know, patient safety, which no one felt safe at the time. We didn't know right. what we were doing. We had a new disease. So lots and lots of stress. And then I take that, so I'm burnt out from work. And I take that and I go home and I do a super high intensity workout, which I've now learned you need to listen to your body and probably burning off your stress doing doing high intensity was not what was called for. I probably should have done yoga that day. Now, as a nurse, as a nurse, right? Mm -hmm. Was it the best idea for you to be doing what you're doing? Like, would you have told another patient to be like, you know what you should do? A really (laughs) high intensity workout because you're stressed out because the world's chaotic right now. I think I would have. Really? Yes. Because I was in that workout mindset that if you, and a lot of athletes probably have this too, if you just work harder, you'll get better results, right? Yeah, that yeah, physically. Physically. Right. That's all that, I was thinking about. Yeah, that the, whole the, mind, body, physic- spiritual no, connection, no, 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 not there. You were not, not there at the time. physically stressed out. Like you weren't stressed out because of your physical. You are stressed out because of your emotional, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think the most important thing that we all should be doing Just period. (laughs) After brain injury, yes. But before brain injury, just like in life, is focused more on the mental and the emotional side of it, where you were just pushing through. You were putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound, you know, Mm -hmm. an emotional Mm -hmm. bullet wound, and it didn't really work Mm -hmm. out well for you. Did you have any telltale signs, like, before the incident, like, maybe in past workouts and past, you know, did you have, like, the migraines? Did you have any any issues? No, I really didn't. This came completely out of the blue. Now I have migraines, um, and I do have... Yeah, they're awful. And they mimic a stroke. So every time I have a migraine, I have left-sided weakness and, oh, yeah, the whole aura of a stroke. Seriously. Wait, so after your brain injury, did you suffer fit? Like, what were the deficits that came along with it? Sure. I have to preface this with the fact that it was during COVID. So when I was in the hospital, I was by myself. So all of my effects. Yeah, I'm not trying to be like a Debbie Downer, but all of my effects (laughs) were... Sorry. (laughs) Take away that face, Take away that face. (laughs) All of my effects were cognitive and behavioral, which if you didn't know me before, like I, I'm a very reserved, quiet, inward person. Yeah. Right. I do. I do not know that Aaron at all. No, no, you did not meet me before May 11, 2020. I lost all my filters. Um, Mm -hmm. Very talkative, outgoing now. It still makes me a little bit anxious. Like Mm -hmm. I've always had social anxiety, but I can do it and I don't really care. Whereas right. before, every word that came out of my mouth had been processed 12 times before it made it out of my mouth. That's stressful right? in and of itself. Exactly, right? So it's a little bit freeing, but also when you have no filters, it, it can get you in trouble. Well, it, it can, but I also think it's a nice equalizer, right? It's mm-hmm. a, you now know who your people are. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I burn bridges with everyone who's not. 
Well, well I, I don't think like, okay, like when you say burn bridges, it's like, yeah, you did something wrong. I don't necessarily think you've done anything wrong. I think you're just honest, almost to a fault, mm-hmm. but you're not being malicious. I think when I hear, right. well, yeah, I burned a bridge with somebody. Well, what did you do? You know, yep. well, I was honest. Were you mean? No, I was just honest. You're just being honest. The people that you were dealing with, they knew a very subdued version of yourself. And like, if you had something to say, like, now you're not saying things to be mean, you're saying things to be honest and also to protect yourself, which I think is very important. And if somebody can't handle that, those weren't meant to be your people from jump. Well, that's it, right? Like, I just was listening to um, We Can Do Hard Things. Probably not a podcast you listen to. It's super female or non-binary oriented. Hey, I'll tell you. I grew up with as much of a dude as I am because I like to think that I am all that is man. I was raised by nothing but women. I know. So, but you know, do you I'm listen to this podcast? I do. Do you not. listen to We Can Do Hard Things? Exactly. <laughs> Have you listened to Untamed by Glennon Doyle? No, but I've seen the movie Untamed <laughs> Heart. A movie? I've seen the movie Untamed Heart with Christian no. Slater and I cried no. like a little girl. I have not seen that movie, so I can't commiserate. But Untamed. It'll make you cry is like female power book of when did I read it during my brain injury? I listened to it on tape, but uh, basically, so I was listening to that podcast and she was talking about boundaries. Like they're, Mm -hmm. they're very woke people for white women. Um, (laughs) But they got, they got the non, you know, the gender non-conforming stuff going on. So they, they have, they're a little more woke than maybe I am. But That's anywho, cool. can, they, can I also tell you said uh, uh, white women and I was like, yeah, I could tell because you said the word woke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's, That's what made me think woke. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, no one says that in real life except white girls. <laughs> so everyone knows I am the pastiest shade of white. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. You guys can't see. Erin is shockingly <laughs> Caucasian. Like if you're not like prepared. <laughs> You, you might be like taken aback, you know, like you're like the color of like eggshell or mother of pearl. I'm like, I'm like so remember <laughs> how in like medieval days it meant you were rich and famous if you had like see through white skin? That's me. <laughs> I don't tan. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. But, Joe, you're diverting me. The attention (laughs) deficit girl is going to pull you back because on We Can Do Hard Things Mm -hmm. with woke white women, they... You're going to choke. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> they were talking about boundaries and mm-hmm. how when you set a boundary, people have issue because it's something different. Yes. And they don't want you to be different because then it forces them to have to be different. Yes. Yes. Right. Look, I, I love boundaries now. I never yeah. had them until after my brain injury. And now yep. I put them up. I've lost friends. I've lost family. I've lost yep. almost all Me my too. family because of it. Yep. But... I try not to be upset about that because I start to think about it. And if you really think about it, if you're upset, man, I shouldn't have put up these boundaries because now these people aren't in my life. It's like, yeah, you're putting up boundaries not to harm anyone, but but to protect yourself. Right. So you're saying, hey, when you do or say these things, they make me feel like this and I can't have that. If those people can't understand that, 
and they just bulldoze through your boundaries, they're literally telling you to your face, hey, I don't care about you. I don't care about your feelings. I just want to do what I want to do because I don't care about you. So those aren't friends. Those aren't people that you should have in your life. I love boundaries. Yeah. And I mean, the whole caring thing, like they're going to tell you they care about you. And that's why they're saying this. Those Those are are words. words. Exactly. Because there's a difference between caring for someone and respecting them. And if you respect them, you're going to follow the boundaries. You're going to see that this person needs to live differently and adapt yourself to be in that situation with that person. Right. Granted, they don't have to do any changes for me. No. I don't expect anyone to change anything for me. I just can't be a part of you anymore. Exactly. And and again, the boundaries you put up, I'm pretty sure aren't like, hey, by the way, you have to fundamentally change the way you function as a human being. It's like, no, it's subtle things for a brain injury. Survivor. Well, for, for me, one of my boundaries is, hey, volume level and speed of a conversation will really, you know, tailspin me. So I'm like, hey, can you slow it down a little bit? Or, you know, can you just hit me with all, okay, like the story, right? Hit me with the meat of the story. Leave out the veggies and the sides. Because I, I, need I can't to, pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I need to focus in and understand what it is. And then once I have that, then I can get into the details. But if you're telling me about, hey, so the potatoes on the side are amazing, and then the carrots are just cooked perfectly, I have no idea what I'm eating. You know, I need to know, like, I'm going to have steak. Okay, okay, cool. Now I know we're talking about steak. Now tell me about the sides because I I, I just need that visual and I need to focus in or it's chaos for me. You know, not Mm -hmm. everybody understands that. And also one of my biggest boundaries is negativity, right? Mm -hmm. If you're going to be negative around me, I can't be around you. Because I grew up, um, I'm a recovering Catholic, so I grew up recovering Baptist. Oh my God, are you okay? No, (laughs) no, I'm not. (laughs) So you understand this, right? There's a certain amount of guilt that comes with being raised that way. It is, and a lot of people don't understand this. I think you will. When I'm around negative people, I immediately go back to like I get sucked in by that negativity, and I was raised by it. So here's the scary thing: it feels good. Where it's like, yeah, things never work out because things are terrible. And then like if I feed into that and Mm -hmm. all my positivity, everything Mm -hmm. goes out the window Mm -hmm. because now I'm stuck in this negative space. So I have Mm -hmm. to keep myself away from negative people. Everybody I was around kind of tended to be negative. So I had to like revamp my entire roster of friends and family. I know I've had to do the same thing. Um, I still have some family in my life. I don't have everyone anymore. And hope, you know, if they decide to be a butterfly, like you always say, instead of caterpillars, then they're welcome to join me. But I can't, I no longer have the ability to have different personalities for different people, which I, I'm a recovering people pleaser as well. And that's how I would blend in, right? Like you just, you act like this person for this one and this one for this one and just always fill that hole. And people were used to me doing that. And it's, there's been upheaval in my social situations by me not doing that anymore. Like this is what you get. And you know, some people love it, but other people are struggling. Do you find that freeing? Yes. That you can now just be. Oh, it's so much easier. It's so much easier. I don't go to a friend's house and be like, Oh crap. What was it? They said three weeks ago that I might have to like be sensitive about. Cause I'm also, I try to be politically correct. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a nurse. I have to, be okay with everybody's different way of being and it's really hard to remember all that yes you need you need a a cheat sheets Mm -hmm. you need like there's little little cards when you do that 
when you just like, uh, uh, it's one thing to adapt, right? I think I can have a conversation with anyone, no matter what beliefs you have, what your background is. I think, I think I can talk to anyone and we can have a decent conversation. I'm not going to change who I am. The the thing is like, I'm genuinely interested. And if it's something that resonates with me, I'm like, yeah, let's run with this. If it's something I disagree with, I'm going to disagree with you. When you transform and you just kind of have to fit in all these situations, you don't necessarily have an identity of your own. You're just a chameleon, which is cool. You get through situations, but then Aaron, who are you? (laughs) You know, exactly. Right. I think though, I met Aaron. I met you. Depressed me. No, no. Depressed you. Yes. But more authentic learning to be who you are, you. I don't think I've met the transformer. No, you have not. Which is a good thing. Yeah, I don't have, I literally, I don't have the energy to do it. I think I tried. So back to my story a little bit, I went back to work for 10 months and then had to go back out this last fall. But I was highly depressed. And I think it was because I was trying to act the same. I was trying to be that person who blends in and who is highly political and a good negotiator. And, you know, that's what I have to do. I'm a leader, right? I can't just be like, you suck, you suck, you're good, you suck. You can't do that, right? Well, you can. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's frowned upon. <laughs> right, right, right. So I, I, you know, I tried so desperately to be that person where I could just blend and be exactly what, you know, the person in front of me needed me to be at that time. And I still possess that skill, but it takes everything I've got to do it. And it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And the thing is, I don't think any of us have to do that. We do not have to please everyone. We don't. That's impossible. It's impossible. I think we should focus on um, pleasing and being there for our people, the people that like vibe with us, the people that are in our circle, our tribe, you know, and if you're not part of my tribe and you don't have any desire to be, I don't really have any desire to change who I am for you, you know, find your people. Cause clearly I'm not it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, that's, that's what, that's what I focus on, you know? And so you yeah. and I, we met, re- we've actually only met recently. Pretty recently, like this fall, me crying and calling you. No one else is awake. I know you don't sleep and you're in California. What do I do? That was so wild, you know? Like, you know, it's funny. All of my people, all my close people, like my 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 tribe, I don't necessarily remember like when I meet them because it's just like, oh, clearly we've been friends like my entire life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember when we first connected. I just know it was really chaotic. It was a chaotic time for you yes. at, at the time. And we would yep. have these long conversations at like two o'clock in the morning, my time. <laughs> yeah, because I once I wake up at midnight, I don't go back to sleep. Um, it's fabulous. I've actually been so much better with that though. Good. Um, cause that was a big side effect of my brain injury, insomnia. Mm-hmm. I've always been like a rock hard sleeper, like someone who I lay my head down. I don't wake up again for like nine hours. I am out. I'm dead to the world. And don't you dare disturb me because <laughs> if you poke the bear, it's not a good thing. Right. <laughs> but yeah, poor Troy, he knows that very intimately, but I, since my brain injury, don't sleep as well. Mm-hmm. I definitely struggle and I go through periods. Actually, I shouldn't say I go through periods. I've had twice now where, you know, initially after my brain injury, I was hopped up on a bunch of steroids because nice thing about my type of bleed was that there was no surgery for it. Oh, surgery would have been more detrimental. Interesting. So I had all this extra blood in my spinal column, which if you think about that, 
So your spinal column runs around your brain all the way down your back to your butt. And there's very limited space there. There's not room to expand. So when you add a bunch of extra blood and just let it sit there, it takes like a month or two to reabsorb even a little, you know, I don't know how long it takes for it to all go, but it take it took a good month for me to feel even like I could walk because it was so incredibly painful. So they put me on a bunch of steroids, which keep you awake for hours, at least me. So I had that plus insomnia from a stroke. So there was a solid month there that I didn't sleep. And then recently I had a medication interaction and it made it so I didn't sleep. And that was chaos meeting Joe. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny that we connected as like almost kind of tightly as we did immediately because of the chaos that it all started in. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like normally uh-huh. it would just be like, wow, this is a very strange for me. It was just like, oh, this is cool. It's like, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm, well, I'm a I helper. sense that you weren't scared away. Yeah. Because you're a helper. Right. Yeah, and it's sure. almost like when someone's struggling, I felt, I felt that we were closer when I was struggling more. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can still be friends when I'm not struggling. Cause I'm kind of, yeah, I don't cool. know this version of you. <laughs> right. You only <laughs> know the struggling version. Oh, like, you're smiling and happy. What the hell is going on? With eye makeup on. Are you finding it hard to recover at home after stroke? Find out if Modus Nova can help you by taking their free online assessment at modusnova.com slash the neuronerds. If you haven't heard of Modus Nova, they make devices to help folks with a brain injury like stroke regain the use of their affected limbs. For example, the Modus Hand is an AI-powered robotic exoskeleton that helps users do exercises and play games, similar to the way an occupational or a physical therapist might manipulate the limb. It helps survivors get into the thousands of repetitions they need to form new neural pathways. It can assist with hand movements or resist them to provide a personalized exercise experience. If this sounds like something you want to try, visit modusnova.com slash the neuronerds to learn more. Use special code the neuronerds when you sign up and get a month free with the 30-day challenge. Just visit modusnova.com slash the neuronerds to get started. I, I, again, That's I didn't even cute. notice that. That's how observant I am. She's like, I put on eye makeup. I was like, really? <laughs> Not for you. I put it on for the support group I was on. You, you got me to brush my teeth because I totally oh. forgot to brush my teeth today. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, it's so funny that like, you know, I say it all the time. I'm like, hey, you know, reach out to me. Like, I'm a pretty kind person and I love our community. Like, I'll, I I want to help anyone and and. But there are certain people that you just kind of connect with. And you and I, for some odd reason, connected like on this really cool level. And we've become friends over the last couple of weeks because we've only mm-hmm. known each other kind of a few weeks. If yeah. you think about it. Yeah. Like a few, few months. Few months. Is it, has it been a few months? It's been a few months. But a that's few, how okay. much, that's how fun I am. Right. That's what, is that, is that, is that what like it is? It's new all the time. So I'm that <laughs> excited. <laughs> well, it, it does now because like you're yeah. actually in a much better place. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so like, you're oh, meeting the real me. I'm getting to know a brand new version of you. So I'm yeah. just assuming that you're uh, that you have several personalities. <laughs> you you <laughs> might be like Sybil. Who knows? Um, yeah, but you you seem not. like a much happier version which is really yeah. cool, you know, and I can actually hear it even in your podcast, which is cool. Yep. yep. Speaking of podcasting. So how did yeah. you get start, started uh, with the podcast? Because of my brain injury, I didn't have anyone to talk to. I think most survivors have that initially when you leave the hospital, there's like nobody that gets you. Nobody tells you where to go. Nobody mm-hmm. says, Hey, there's a brain injury association with support groups that you can hook up with. At least I never had that. So I didn't even have rehab when I left. So I had like nothing. 
My friend, though, had been hit by a car two years earlier, and she suffered a TBI from that. That's Mariah, my co-host, co-founder of Making Headway. Oh, Mar- Mariah? Me and Mariah, Mariah, we go back like babies and pacifiers. Boom! So I've heard. Fit it in! Fit so it I've in! Heard. I know, you said that so much. <laughs> um. Yeah, and it just gives me the weirdest image every time you say that. I picture you and Mariah in like those big cloth diapers with the pins on them. Like it's a, is, it's a weird. It's, it's a, very uncomfortable for you because yeah. I just pictured me in a cloth diaper. It is not cute. <laughs> well, and then the two of you together, I'm like, why are you hanging out your diapers together? It's so weird. <laughs> that is weird. We're like living real life rugrats. You uh-huh. know? Yes, that's exactly what comes up. I, then, I I went to like Mariah Carey and like the old dirty bastard. That's what I went to. Oh, you okay. went like Rugrats, which I hey, went Rugrats. I'm here for it. I am a kid at heart, so I will go Rugrats. I'm an and actual you're cartoon character. Angelica, that's the one that's I love you and squeeze you and hug you all over. <laughs> Squeezing the life out of everyone. So you and Mariah actually had a similar origin story to Lauren and I, where yeah. we were just desperate to connect with someone that understood what we were going through. But you guys were friends prior, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, we're very close. We vacation. Her kids are my godchildren. So we were really close and I was there. I was in the hospital with her in the emergency department after she got hit by a car. And I didn't understand it at the same level, obviously, then I understood the medical, I understood what was going on, but I didn't understand the after effects. Mm-hmm. I just knew that she was kind of out of it, which I expected. And yeah. she kind of got back at life pretty quick. I don't think she was down for very long. Then she seemed like things were normal and wasn't very open about how hard it was and how dark it gets. So right. then fast forward to me getting my in- in- injury and she was like all over it. She was here. She loves to cook, like amazing cook, like or food that I can't pronounce type cooking. So she, you know, started a meal train and we had like amazing food and Levon cookies. If anyone's from New York City, oh, (laughs) (laughs) the best cookies in the world. Um, One of our friends made them. You know, she, she was very quick to tell me and it was almost a little abrupt to me that it gets dark. Like you need to be ready. This is going to, you're going to feel good right now. Cause I was up, I didn't sleep for a month and I was blah, 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 blah. Like everyone knew everything about me. And she let me know. She's like, you have this now, but if you're anything like me, you're going to drop and you drop hard. So thank God she did that because I had 10 months of being depressed where, you know, I wasn't suicidal by any means, but I do feel like, you know, it was the first time in my life where I was thinking, if I have to live like this, what's the point? Right. That's, I think we all kind of hit that point where it's like, Mm -hmm. we have these dark thoughts and it comes from, I feel it comes from isolation from, you know, you know how they say misery loves company. It's true. Mm -hmm. I never want any, any of us to go through the things that we go through or any of the things that I don't want anybody to go through anything that I go through. But the fact, the reality is so many of us do, we share (laughs) these horrific things that we go through. It's comforting to know that I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's comforting to know, like, so once I met Lauren, the first time I met her and I was like, oh, it's like meeting an old friend. It's like, I've, mm-hmm. I've described it as if you move to another country and you now speak a different language and there are different customs, you're still, you have that thing, but I've been in this country 30 years and I just miss speaking my own native tongue. Right. Mm-hmm. And speak, mm-hmm. so when you meet somebody who speaks your native language, it's just like, oh, my God. And you just love and you connect instantly. That's what I felt like with Lauren, where I was like, you understand me. 
Yep. We're speaking the same I, language. I was able to make friends with you so quick because I didn't have that whole preamble of, well, you have to understand this about me and this about me and this about me and this about, like, it's kind of a downer, right? Like, you're like who wants to start a relationship with someone who needs conversations quiet and slow and, you know, can't go out and party anymore and can only have one glass of wine with dinner. You know, who, who wants that? That's not a very fun friend. Hey, who wants wine at dinner at all? Oh, like, shut up. Trash ass drink, oh, rotten oh. ass grape juice. It's terrible. Oh, oh it's just... and he doesn't like kombucha either. I, no. I don't understand this man. I don't know how you get through. Oh, not that I, you know I'm not a wine. Like, I just you know enjoy what I wine. would love to ingest effervescent vinegar. Yum. <laughs> that just sounds delicious. It oh, is man, delicious. Do you delicious. get the apple cider vinegar drinks? They're so no. good. What no, I don't is like wrong vinegar. with you? It's so, so good for your things. gut. See, now this is how making shit. headway is different. So everyone that wants to learn how to live a healthier life, you can come mm-hmm. listen. I'm just yeah. joking. And if you want you to learn <laughs> how to live a happy life, come check out the Barrow Nurse. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I, I remember um, listening to you guys early on. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. They are so professional. And I thought it was really cool. Like, uh-huh. I, what's funny is there are a lot of people in the community. There's a certain amount of comparisons that go on. And comparisons can ruin your recovery. Oh, absolutely. I, I think there's room for everybody and everything in this community. I love that you guys don't do anything remotely close to, like, what Lauren and I do. You know? Why, why would we? The market what, already has that. Exactly. Like you, you guys have your specific, um, uh, everything about what you guys do is amazing. I love it. You know, we come at it from a different angle. I think we're just filling, filling the gaps. And I think together we kind of like fill out the, 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 everything that a brain injury survivor needs, you know? And I I love that we're actually really cool and we could like talk about each other's show and help each other out. And Hey, do you need this guest? Have you talked have you talked to this person? And I love that so much, you know, because why would we work against each other? That's the thing I don't understand. And there is some of that in the brain injury community. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. And it's sad. It's very, very sad because when you consider everyone out there as being a threat, you're never going to have that community that you're not comfortable. You're not comfortable either. Like the thing is, I refer you got your show to everybody. Same. They're in our show notes like every week. (laughs) And I don't, I I don't do that to be like, Oh, now they're going to listen to your show and not mine. I, I don't do that. There's we do completely different things. Right. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. me me referring like dessert to somebody. Well, not, they're still going to eat dinner, but they want dessert too. Like it's two completely different things. There's a lot of jealousy sometimes, and a lot of um, I think people who aren't really comfortable with the things that they do or themselves. Mm-hmm. Where I'm very comfortable in me, and I'm very mm-hmm. comfortable in what I do. So I, mm-hmm. if somebody isn't into that, and they're more into you, I'm like, hey, go get what you need. Especially exactly. in our community, yep. they might not need to laugh right now, and that's kind of you know I'm bringing more of the joy. And I'm not saying that you guys don't laugh on your <laughs> We're show. We're just so sad. No, but <laughs> I you totally be get mundane it. And- <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's not start that tagline. <laughs> I am a little competitive. <laughs> no, so, but, no you guys... but I get it. Like we're not, we're, you're more like high energy. You have the sound effects, you have the funniness, you have like more of that stuff where like on my show, it's more, let's get down, let's talk, let's maybe share some tears. Let's, you know, let's, let's learn. Let's, yeah, it's a very right. different feel. Oh yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. I definitely come um, at it from the, Hey, we made it. So like, let's enjoy what we have here. Not everybody is there yet. 
There are a lot of people who still need to go through either the understanding of what this brain injury is doing to me. I give a little bit of that, but I focus heavily on more on the, the, the other side of brain injury recovery. It's not all doomsday. Sometimes it can be butterflies and rainbows, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what I bring. But you guys bring the a more educational side of it which I yeah. love you guys, the information that you guys put across at the beginning, when I first started listening to you guys was invaluable to myself as well as so many in the community. And now the things that you're doing, the last episode that you did your solo episode, whoo, I thought Ooh. was brilliant. Oh, I really did. It, it was, it was really good. And to be honest, I actually got to get to, I was able to get to know you mm-hmm. a little bit more through that because you were really transparent. And I really appreciated that. That's the thing that's different in season two, if anyone does listen, is it is just me. Um, Mariah wasn't able to participate anymore. So you will get to hear my voice and I'm in a better place. Like, let's remember season one, I was depressed that whole time, like deeply depressed. Well, my doctors say moderately depressed, which made me think, holy crap, if this can get worse, what's going to happen to me? Isn't that scary? Like when you think in your head, it's like, wow, it cannot get worse. And somebody's like, oh, yeah, well, it's not that bad because wait, what? No, to me, it's like it's awful in the morning. It's not that bad. And I'm like, what? Yeah, (laughs) seriously. I was a different I I was in a different place. Um, So I don't know that my personality shown through in the same way that these new episodes are. And for better or for worse, we'll see. I mean, yeah. hey, I, 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 I'm with it. Every podcast has to evolve a little bit and yours is evolving. I'm here for it. Like I, you're still given uh, great information. You're basically you're pulling back the curtain a little bit and you're shining a light on who you are, your recovery, your story. And I, I, I'm with it. I thought it was a great episode. I really did. I'm looking forward to, to hearing more. Um, were you a podcast listener before your brain injury? Yep. Um, so that's, yeah, I never thought of myself as being a podcast host, but definitely mm-hmm. a podcast listener. Um, I listen to all sorts of different shows and I, I, I like to I refer a lot. So you don't? I never did. I never did really? at all. Well, I when was, did you start? What year did you start? Uh, I think a year and a half after my stroke. So 20, middle of 2017. So I, I wasn't listening to him then either. Yeah, I, I, so I was asked to do several because apparently I have a nice voice. You have <laughs> very, that MC voice. This is me all the time, but I never really <laughs> had it in me. I was just kind of like, no, nah, nobody really cares. I don't really. Uh. I never yeah. really thought of it like that until I actually desperately needed to do something like this for my own mental health and for my own recovery. Now, again, I say it all the time jokingly, but not jokingly. Lauren and I started this podcast selfishly. Selfish. Yes. Selfishly. It Same. wasn't for everybody. It was 100% for us. Yeah. But then a couple of weeks in, I was like, oh, this is bigger than me. This is much bigger than me. Like, I I, I can't stop doing this, even if I wanted to, because at a point I really did want to not do it because I was very overwhelmed. But I understood that there are people out there that don't have a Lauren. There were people out there early in their recovery that didn't have a Mariah for you. Mm -hmm. They need Mm -hmm. to hear these stories. They need to know that they're not alone. They also need to know that, hey, you can do this. You're going to be able to get past this because it is possible. We're real people and we're doing this. You can do this too. And it sounds really weird, very rah-rah, but it's the truth. Like we we have to kind of keep doing this stuff, sharing our stories because people kind of need to hear it. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for community and support? Well, the Neuro Nerds are here to help. Join our hashtag Rock Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Rock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at josorocks.com slash Rock. 
and submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you, you so rock. rock. <laughs> it's true. And this is how much I have evolved because last season, if you would have said that, it would have been like, nope, not selfish at all. Like this is all for others because I'm a nurse. I'm a caregiver. I put other people first. And I knew that this was a huge area that gets ignored. Um, you know, I bet I work with cognitively impaired people. That's my job is to make care better for them. Um, and so I knew that this was a huge hole and I knew that we would be filling some sort of need. I just didn't quite know what it was. And then I started realizing I can't afford to go to all the practitioners that I want to go to, but I can talk to them for free. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Everybody I I talk to, I'm like, I could go to you but I, I can't afford to. <laughs> right. So you're, you're, and you're sharing that information with the masses, which I think is one of the most selfless things that we can do in our community is like, share, share, you know, there are yeah. tips and tricks that I've picked up from other survivors that they just say things in passing. And I'm like, Oh, really? That I would never have known, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I say no matter what story I talk to a lot of survivors and they respond, well, nobody wants to hear this. I'm like, no, no, no. Somebody needs to, because there's something that you've done or, you know, will do that somebody needs to hear because it's going to change the trajectory of their recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, like so, a, a, every one of us has that story. That's you for me. Um, honestly, I, I so something that happens when you have a brain injury and I, I'm glad this came up so we could touch on it. Something that happens is you have to broaden your support system Yes. because the people, people are in it and they're good at different things, but they're not good at all the things. So if my support system was just my husband and then the two or three friends that I have that live near me, I would have never survived, right? And then especially for me, I had a second go around with stroke is what I call it Mm -hmm. because I felt better, kind of depressed, but I didn't have the intensity of brain injury symptoms or so I didn't think I had them. I think I was so tired I couldn't feel. Right. Um, But then I started to feel better. And then I started to feel too better. I started getting hyperactive again. I developed migraines that mimic a stroke. Um, So my left side gets all buzzy and numb and a little weaker. I slur my words. My mouth will droop. That's all migraine. But so I have that. Plus I have the fact that it was a year and a half, two years out. And you told me that blood reabsorbs. And then it's like the circuits are trying to come back on, but they're blinking. They're not doing so well. Right. They're like that bad fluorescent light that just doesn't stay on. Yeah. Like, um, like you, you think you're reverting in actuality, you're healing, you're mm-hmm. actually truly healing and your neurons are finally starting to connect because it doesn't have all that excess blood to get through. So yep. I, I hit that point. And if it wasn't for my dear friend, the incredible Dr. Karen Sullivan, go get, I care for your brain, the, the stroke recovery guide. Incredible. If it wasn't for her sharing that information, that, invaluable information with me, I would have probably gone a little, cause I was, I was starting to go a little bit crazy because I was mm-hmm. like you, I had my mm-hmm. energy back and I was just killing it. And then I started to dip and I mm-hmm. started to be, the fatigue kicked in, the fog kicked in and I just couldn't function. And I was like, I've worked so hard to get to this point, And now I'm, I literally, I'm deteriorating. Mm-hmm. What is going on with my brain? She explained to it's me. It's like you got that taste of a good life. And you're like, yes. what, what, where's it going? No, right. don't go. Right. I, I, I've had a Ritz cracker. I don't want to go back to saltines. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love saltines. Don't you knock saltines? <laughs> I used to eat a stack of them every day after school when I was a kid. <laughs> Are you a parrot? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. We were poor. 
and that's what we had. Saltines? That, <laughs> that honestly is the, the poorest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, you know. I can't. Everyone comes from somewhere, right? <laughs> that, hey, you know what? That That's true. We all have our peaks and valleys, but yeah. we all come from somewhere and we're all here right now. And I think that's a, a big deal. And that's what I love about this community is that no matter where we are, we're here. And mm-hmm. I also try to meet people where they're at. You know, that's why I say like some people like they're more into, hey, I want to like start laughing more than I cry. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, you know, that's why I'm here. Now, if you're still trying to figure out some of that stuff, hey, listen to Making Headway Podcast. They're going to give you some invaluable information. I, I love, I love that. I, really, you're right. There, there are gaps in everything. Mm-hmm. So we have to fill those gaps with everything, right? That's why we have not one doctor. We have several. You don't right. go to your primary care doctor to get you glasses. You don't do that. You go to an optometrist. So we need to, to to fill in the gaps for for everything. You see, we got to all come together at some point, like Voltron, I right? Know. I don't know what that means because I don't watch that stuff. But oh we can all God. come together. Did you, watch the, did you watch the Power Rangers? No. Oh my God, Joe, we were oh. four. We didn't have oh. TV. I had one <laughs> Canadian station and PBS. That's what I grew up with. That is depressing. That's almost yeah. as depressing as just eating a whole bunch of saltines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that that made me laugh so hard <laughs> hopefully you didn't pee yourself um <laughs> i just drank a ton of water so i'm like oh um <laughs> yeah you have too you raise a really good point there's two things i want to touch on podcasting so mm-hmm. i don't think anyone listening i would question if your loyalty was only with one podcast right because you do need some days I need Joe some days I need a laugh and I need to hear something dorky. And if it's about superheroes, I turn it off, but (laughs) cause I don't know any of that. I don't listen to that stuff, but some days I need, we can do hard things. Some days I need, what is the one I was listening? Scrubs. Remember the show scrubs? Oh yeah, for sure. They have a podcast. So it's fake doctors, real friends. That's the name of it. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, it's hilarious. It's good. So like some days you need that totally off the cuff. Some days I listen to, I'm all over the place. I have coaching ones I listen to like all over the place. Right. And you need that. You know, like today I could not have listened to a NeuroNerds episode because as happy as you are, it takes a lot of energy to be up. And I had a horrible migraine and it's finally starting to resolve a little bit because I'm having fun. I couldn't have listened to one. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. So that's when maybe you want to listen to something educational. Like, hey, how could I make my migraine better? Let's listen to Susanna, the headache nutritionist, and figure out what to do here. And you also gain information in your recovery by doing so. The sandbox is big enough for all of us. For sure. For sure. I think good things are going to come. Yeah. I I was uh, offended by a really good friend of mine, uh, my friend Bryony from uh, Yorkshire and uh, uh overseas yeah. and she was like oh you know i was uh going for a walk and listening to a podcast i was like was it the neuro nerds podcast just like joking and she's like oh i don't listen to your podcast i was like what <laughs> how dare you and immediately i was like you're one of my closest friends how uh-huh. and i was offended and then she, she was my like joe. Doesn't listen. yeah she was he like can. joe yeah. you are way too much energy and i was mm-hmm. like oh that's right because i'm this you know i i try to explain because you know um you know me, yeah, yeah. Seriously, Aaron <laughs> even in the middle of the night, Erin <laughs> <laughs> knows me at like three o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. This is me. I don't know how you ever sleep. You know Mimi Hayes, right? Mm-hmm. So Mimi just moved to California, so I get to Amazing. hang out with her in person now. And <laughs> she was like, "Wow, 
you legitimately are this always. I'm like, yeah, this is just who I am. You know, there's two things that people don't understand, even though I tell them I'm very tall and I'm always this. This is my energy level with no coffee. This is my energy level. You've seen it two, mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning. This is just mm-hmm. who I am at my core. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> it before your injury or is this all because always. of your injury? Always. 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 I've had the insomnia um, (laughs) before my injury and it just kind of stuck. The insomnia was kind of embedded in me because I didn't have any survivors to talk to. Mm -hmm. So when I first started reaching out to people, my first two survivor friends, one was in the Netherlands and one was in Australia. Oh, Yeah. So it changed the way that I slept because the only time I felt I'm doing quote fingers here normal and like I was understood is when I was talking to another survivor and I knew two. And they were both kind of halfway around the world. So then my sleeping patterns changed. And also I had a really bad case of night terrors and PTSD. And it was just like this, this whole nightmare thing that kind of turned into what this is. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy now that I have people in my own time zone, which is really cool or just outside of my time zone. Right. (laughs) And I'm happy that you found community because you've learned a whole bunch of stuff. A hundred percent. Yeah. And another one that you were able to teach me that I wanted to touch on was emotional regulation. Woo, that's a big Ooh, that's a big one. And I know we probably don't have a ton of time, but you raised to me that for brain injury people with emotional regulation issues, crying when you shouldn't or laughing when you shouldn't or blah, 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 having mm-hmm. a temper tantrum, mine's having a temper tantrum. You explained to me that it's on a spectrum. Like, you know, that we wake up on a scale of zero to 10 out of yeah. five every day. Every and day. We fall apart really quick compared to other people because they get to start at a zero. But where yes. are we starting at a five? Yeah. To me, life changing, like light bulb moment, because awareness allows you to make a choice, right? So if you're starting mm-hmm. at a five, should you pack in the movie I Am Sam and ball your eyes out and then do a support group and then do a podcast and then go to work and then go to acupuncture? <laughs> No, probably not, (laughs) which is exactly what I did today. (laughs) (laughs) But we live and we learn, Mm -hmm. right? And we try to make. Oh, look, yeah, of course. And and you're going to, but we try not to live the definition of insanity, right? We try not to do the exact same thing and expect a different result. So you know the crash is going to come. You know that. And I like to think that it's happened frequently enough that you're like mentally prepared and you have a couple of things to do to get you into that crash smoothly and out of that crash quickly. Yep. Right. Well, Which today is... it was allowing myself to cry. Good. I had a ball fest before coming on this show because the pharmacy called me and that I broke down into tears because that's who I am now that the pharmacy can call me and I totally fall apart, but I needed it. <laughs> I would not have been able to do this show because it's literally like the pressure builds up in my head with my migraine and there's only certain ways to release that pressure. Oh. One of them's crying. One of them's acupuncture, which I just had too. So I do have things built in place. I also know now that I've started back at work, very, very reduced hours that I, I have to make room for that. I can't just add it into my day. Um, So on busy podcast days, I can't, I can't work two hours. (laughs) I need to change my schedule and make it, you know, only have two things in a day, even though it looks like my calendar is so empty. It's not. And right. I forget that sometimes because it's easy right. to just fill your time when you're home on short-term disability by yourself with nothing to do. <laughs> and everything, though, everything we do takes bandwidth. It takes mm-hmm. mental band. Everything. Getting dressed. Look, you know this. Mm-hmm. I don't know this because I'm dude, but not that no dudes wear eye makeup. You put on eye makeup today. 
that takes a certain amount of mental bandwidth. A lot, which is why I haven't done it really since my brain injury. Right. This is a big means, deal for me to have eye makeup on. Look, which means you're going to be a little bit more tired. You're mm-hmm. going to be, you're not going to have that extra amount of whatever for something else, you know? Mm-hmm. So everything right. that we do takes a bandwidth. We have to be very focused and remember that and not discount it. Oh, but I just, just no, no, no. A little thing like yeah. putting on eye makeup, that could really derail your day if you weren't prepared for it. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's so that whole idea of a short-term battery and a long-term battery. Yes. Yes. So if you burn out your short term battery, you can rejuvenate that by whatever your rest strategies are. Maybe it's sleeping. Maybe it's going for a walk, um, watching a movie, whatever it is. You can rejuvenate a short term battery. But if you dip into that long term battery, that takes days. Uh huh. I just did that on Friday. I had two and a half days without a headache. So I went Mm -hmm. totally balls to the walls. And yep, you probably should have just gone. Yeah, I'm sure you did, but I'm <laughs> probably sure you should have gone maybe three fourths of a day, mm-hmm. balls to the wall, and then rested mm-hmm. a little bit more. And I had to drive in a snowstorm, and I just oh. started st- driving again. Oh my god, how are yeah. you okay now? <laughs> I cried a lot. <laughs> I That's watched good. I Am Sam and cried for two hours through that, like shaking sobs. And then the pharmacy called, and yep. they got to hear me cry too. Well, that's 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 sweet. <laughs> uh, you know, look, we, we, we're we're figuring it out, and everything changes, and you're putting you know things into place now, so the next time the pharmacy calls, you don't break down. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, I, look, I I, I love uh, what you do. I'm really excited for season two of the Making Headway podcast. Um, we are at the point of the show. We are the neuro nerds here, Aaron. Okay. Oh. What's your nerdum? Hmm. You want professional nerdum? I'm a I'm a geek. I'm you, like, oh, for sure. <laughs> summa cum laude. Like, you know, I had all the accolades. I went to school on an academic scholarship. I'm a nerd that way, like an actual Ooh, nerd. Like a nerd nerd. Yeah. Like on Halloween, having to stay in to study for exams instead oh, of going out. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. It just hurt yeah. my soul. I know. It was a $20 cover and then all the drinks were a penny and I didn't get to go. Oh, my God. That hurt my <sighs> liver. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, right. Um. So that's one nerd, but my real nerd, like with my husband nerd, is we love food and wine, and we spend all our money on good food and good wine. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, it's amazing. Like we travel, we travel to wine destinations because those are amazing places to go. Like who wouldn't want to go to Italy and France for vacation and then get drunk on wine and have really good food to eat? I mean, it's pretty amazing. So that's kind of our thing, and we both love to cook, and Uh I just got strong enough to start following a recipe again so i've made like two things you can look at them on instagram they're pretty that that is awesome it's a big deal you know what and that is a perfect lead-in to the time of the show where we give out our socials (laughs) so if you wanted to check out those pictures you can actually check them out at aaron at me okay give the social because i'm going to screw it up all right yeah you already screwed it up it's aaron (laughs) e-r-y-n i have a y because i ask why all the time So Aaron (laughs) underscore making headway podcast on Instagram. We also have an Instagram account for making headway podcast. And that's just making headway podcast. Um, We have a Twitter, but we don't really use it. So sorry if you're Twitter people and (laughs) Facebook, I put posts, but Facebook's really weird. It's a hard one. Yes. So uh, reach out on Instagram. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Facebook gets the Instagram leave-ins. You know what I mean? It just yeah. does like the, the auto thing. That's about it. So, and no <laughs> so one definitely. sees your freaking posts on Facebook. Nobody's weird. It. It's, it's weird. weird. It's but, weird. Uh, also, you probably want to listen to our show. 
Woo! You can yeah. listen to it. Yeah. Oh, check them We're out everywhere. on every major platform, Making Headway Podcasts. Yep. And we Woo! have a website too. www. Do you have a yeah, www.makingheadwaypodcast.com. Ooh, can't forget that dot com. You know, right, make sure important. you put in a dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all of those, <laughs> all, all, all of those will be in the show notes, especially the spelling of Aaron's name because she's one of the cool kids, and she's like, I'm not your average Aaron mm-hmm. or Aaron. I'm Aaron. I put well, a weird emphasis on people? the syllable. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so definitely reach out to to aaron definitely check out the the podcast if you want to reach out to my tiny ass kicking co-host lauren you can try to attempt to at lauren l manzano on instagram you can reach out to me at joseph rocks on all the socials you can reach out to us the neuro nerds on all at the neuro nerds on all the socials (laughs) i always screw that up it's a brain (laughs) thing i think i've just like in fact in my head aaron i'm so happy to have connected you have to definitely come on because i have like several other topics that i would love to go back and forth with you on yeah i gotta tell you i I think we got a good answer i think we can do it i think we can do it i'm looking for a (laughs) (laughs) co-host and on that amazing aaron is super dope note check out the making headway podcast starring aaron on all major wait on all podcasting platforms on that note this neuro nerd is out that was awesome Aaron. that was a lot of fun i loved it yeah (laughs) If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.